You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Weekly Batuta Advocate Bulletin. One of our most successful podcasts this Weekly Bulletin, so we thank you all for coming back and welcome you if you're a first-timer. My name's Clancy Overall, editor of the Batuta Advocate. I'm joined by two other employees slash journalists, storytellers. Meme makers. M- meme makers, TikTok users. You're still an intern, aren't you, Wendell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently 2024 is my year. That's well, what yeah. I've been told. Graduate level position. I have mm. been told yeah. that. But look, 2023 was also supposed to be my year, so I guess we'll just see what happens when Clancy and I have our um, annual review. Just prove your commitment to the company. Pump those numbers up a bit, and I think I think you'll get the job. Almost there, it feels yeah, you're like. Almost you know there. what I mean? You're really just close. On, on the precipice, don't you yeah. think, Clancy? Maybe. I mean, if we didn't hear all those rumours about you downtown, you probably would have had a job a long time ago. But, you know. That endears me. And that gives me credibility amongst the community, Clancy. So I really don't think that should be holding me back. I didn't even know what ketamine was until it was brought to my attention. But anyway. That's why you need people like me, young people, bringing you those stories. Anyway, we'll save this for the meeting. I just want to say a quick congratulations to Effie Bateman who snagged a couple of grand this week with a mystery trifecta on uh, race seven of Flemington Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's a mad punter, loves horse racing. She just loves the I'm whole mad thing. for it, mm. yeah. A pony girl who yeah. Um, yeah. loves horse racing, obviously. Yeah, so it's yeah. going to be a great weekend for me. My a bit of hobby horsing. You're going to treat yourself to a new hobby horse off the back of that yeah, couple of grand? Yeah, yeah, because uh, I've got about 27 of them now, but I'm thinking of getting one of those unicorn ones and you press the ear and it makes all the neighing sounds. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You can always do with an another hobby horse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she also is uh, fluent in Simlish. Simlish? Do you, do you want to do Simlish? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need to be okay. enlightened as to what that uh, is. Zabdubadeh. Sibrabrawa. That uh, just sounds like noises. What is the... No, Simlish. Simlish. What is Simlish? Where is it? Oh, it's right. Yeah. Let's speak Sims. She yeah. also has a Furby. Yep. I do. I so, do. Yeah, nice. No, not, not familiar with Simlish because... Um, I don't know, I actually had a real childhood where I went out and like hit my mates with sticks and set things on fire. You know and got in we drank water from the hose. So the street lights were our curfew. Yeah. You know Didn't what? grow up learning made-up languages. Someone's going to drown in the pool later on in The Sims. I'm going to take the ladder out. It's going to be she's you. Gonna, she's going to take it all out on you. Learn a real language like pig Latin, Effie. <laughs> Should we get started with the news wrap for this week? VFA. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's roll. All right, we'll start off with the biggest story of the week, which was the telecommunications bungle. And Optus has offered to compensate its users with valuable magic beans after that national outage chaos. Yes, this week, Australian telecommunications giant Optus copped a lot of flack of its customers as a nationwide outage left users without service. While many Optus customers initially thought that they were having a bad day, and maybe stuck within one of the 350,000 black spots around the country, it turned out the entire network was down. Still not really able to explain the fuck what happened, the company has now attempted to fix the situation by offering customers a compensation package, a handful of what they claim to be really valuable magic beans. Which is certainly better than 200 gigs of data for people who are on unlimited data plans. Some Optus users, however, were less than impressed, with many expressing their frustration at this seemingly whimsical compensation. One disgruntled customer stated, I can't make calls and they give me magic beans? What am I supposed to do with those? Plan a beanstalk to get better signal? Give me my fucking money back. Fair enough. I think Optus should just be handed over to SBS. 
after they handled the 2018 Russian World Cup so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, SBS should just be in charge of the whole thing mm-hmm. at um, Optus there. They'll get it done. I mean, the internet is always a great source of sex boobs and soccer, so SBS would would do well running uh, Optus, uh, you know, around the country. Everyone deserves the right to have erotic tales on their phone, Absolutely. in my opinion. International news now. Dumb and Dumber 3, Death to Hummus, debuts to lukewarm reviews. Yes, in the world of cinema, a surprising release hit the screens this week with Boris Johnson and Scott Morrison making their film debuts in Dumb and Dumber 3. The film, a bizarre departure from the franchise's usual comedic tone, received lukewarm reviews, leaving audiences puzzled and frustrated. Yeah, it came out on Monday, and critics have questioned the film's choice of subject matter and its departure from that so well-established comedic formula. One reviewer commented, I expected dumb, but this is a whole new level of confusion. I'm not sure anyone was asking for geopolitical commentary from Lloyd and Harry, obviously talking about that trip by uh, Scott Morrison and Boris Johnson over to Israel. Former Prime Minister Scott Morrison has hit back at the bad reviews in regards to that trip, and he said to Errol Parker this week, It's easy, you know, to be like that Clancy Overell, just throwing peanuts at me when I'm trying to do my best. Through the bushfires, through that mild flu we destroyed the world economy for, it wasn't easy, and you've got those thong-wearing lefties like Clancy calling you a marketing slob who poos his pants regularly. It's not easy. Now I'm over here with Boris filming a movie, and all I get is more grief from you. What do you expect me to do? Go back to smearing poo on the walls of Tourism Australia or something? I can help in this conflict, and helping is what I plan to do. Uh, not sure how much helping Scott Morrison is really doing well, over there. Well, he but- was obviously very offended by my one-and-a-half-star review. <laughs> I thought, you know, it's not hard to fuck up, you know, such a loved comedy franchise, but, you know, they did. And as we learnt over the last 10 or so years, those two blokes could fuck up a cup of coffee. They certainly could. Now we'll move on to some finance news. And a bank that claims to simply pass on interest rate hikes to customers somehow rakes in $7 billion worth of profit. Yes, in the financial world, Westpac has made headlines for its seemingly contradictory success. Despite claiming to merely pass on interest rate hikes to its customers, the organisation, who makes up one quarter of our nation's banking cartel, announced a staggering $7 billion profit. The shocking news comes despite the majority of the nation being slugged with countless rate rises and the flow-on effects of an economic crisis extenuated by our government, our housing bubble, the military-industrial complex and the people who control our energy sources. While the peasants who make the world turn have been told that tough economic times are unavoidable and rate rises are a necessary evil, it seems like those rate rises aren't exactly an evil for everyone. Like Westpac, who raise the interest rates on mortgages and loans immediately and hold off raising the rates on savings for a long enough period of time to make billions of dollars. And Commonwealth Bank and Woolworths and Coles, who price gouge customers, just to name a few. And Sportsbet. Yes, oh yeah, of course, and Sportsbet, but they don't pay very much tax either, do Sportsbet uh, or Tab. Well, it leads us to our next story. It does lead us to our next story, which is the Melbourne Cup. Effie Bateman? Yes, and an owner of a puppy-farmed border collie in a one-bedroom city apartment says nup to the cup. Yes, in a story that tugs at the heartstrings of animal lovers, a Brunswick woman has this week made sure to let all the people in her heavily curated echo chamber know that she says nup to the cup. The anti-horse racing activist for the first week in November took to social media to call anyone who was going to watch a horse race on Tuesday a stupid, dumb, bogan fuck who should go and fuck off. Incredibly articulate was her argument, and that was followed by threats to shoot someone with a shotgun next time they broke their leg. As the owner of a working dog that frequently spends 24 hours a day inside said to us, animals are not for human entertainment. 
She refused to confirm whether she would be doing anything else to combat the issue she is so passionate about or whether she'll just do a bit of social media activism and let the widespread mistreatment of horses and countless casualties in the industry go on for another 364 days. Hasn't had enough fun at a country races, I don't think, this one. She should come out to Batuta, actually. September every year, it is a hoot of a time. Thank you for listening to the Batuta Advocate Weekly Bulletin. Uh, we love you all. Goodbye. Zabdubde, Sibra Prabha.